Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Today's episode of the Terrace Scottish Football Podcast comes in association with Nutmeg, the Scottish Football Periodical. The subscription-only quarterly publication is filled with top-quality writers, great articles and fascinating stories about the beautiful game in Scotland. Get your subscription at www.nutmegmagazine.co.uk This episode of the Terrace Scottish Football Podcast. My name is Craig Fowler, and on this occasion, I am joined by Duncan Mackay. Howdy, and Joe Sked. Hello. <laughs> We're both quite tired. <laughs> yeah, the, the, I was thinking just driving in uh, into Edinburgh uh, just now that ideally we'd have a really upbeat podcast with loads of energy, loads of everything, because there's a lot of people that could be listening to this after yeah. for the very first time after seeing um, us our mugs on TV, all three of our mugs on TV. Yeah, but uh, it was very tiring. <laughs> um, it's been a week. It's so, been a week. yeah, yesterday. Yeah, I mean, nothing's happened in Scottish football either, <laughs> so it's fine. So, what we're talking about is that we, for, for those who don't know, somehow, uh, we were recording for a new TV show uh, based on the podcast uh, yesterday, uh, which has been Wednesday. We started, Joe and myself, we started, when did you pick me up? I half, mean, half eleven? To be fair, we started at seven o'clock in the morning for, yeah, we're both done a half. We both done half days, so we're both up at seven for half days. Then Joe picked me up about quarter to twelve. Yep. We got to the studio for about half twelve, uh, started filming about half one, two-ish, and then with a break to watch the football, which wasn't really any sort of, you know, relaxing time, because Heart Celtic was on. Yeah. And there were three games at once. It's really hard to concentrate. <laughs> I quite, I quite enjoyed that by the end. I kind of got used to it. This is the. If I don't mean to say it, but you sound like TV stars moaning about how difficult your life is. <laughs> <laughs> I 
think I think the element of sympathy right now has oh, <laughs> has hit zero. Yeah, until he starts then don't have to go into a fucking office job the next day. Yeah, yeah. Start at seven o'clock in the morning. Start at seven o'clock in the morning. Since since it's been announced, people are like, oh yeah, you must be looking forward to that. Like you can quit your job. Like, <laughs> no. 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 Fortunately, no. I was working from home today, so it wasn't the usual question of how did it go. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I'm just watching. I know. I, I people are like, oh, how's it go yesterday? It's like I have no energy at all. And also as well, there was like there was lots of like crisps and sweets and juice like at the side. Like, Again, snack. no one will have sympathy for <laughs> yeah. you. Like, oh, how terrible! There was, it was too that. much animal. <laughs> I know, but that's like no. But we know for future now. Because I think it may have helped on the day because it still could have had loads of energy at 12 at night just because it was sugar coursing through my body. I started shaking at one point. Yeah. But today... And that wasn't because of the nerves. Maybe a little bit because of the nerves. <laughs> today it was... Uh, it was also because it was very cold. But it's yeah. uh, today it was... Oh, I was just... I felt... I felt absolutely awful. <laughs> but well, uh, watch the show. It'll be really good. <laughs> no, no, no. I think, I think we had to keep a lot of energy. Yes. Yeah, so for those that don't know, it's Friday at 11pm at night. Uh, on BBC Scotland, so make sure to tune in. I think it will be really good. Uh, with the exception, I will give you uh, give you a teaser. I say something ridiculous that could come back and bite me fucking in the arse oh, yeah, uh, yeah. right at the end. And then there's a nice wee bit for Hibs fans at the end. Yeah, I could give you a teaser as well. There's potentially going to be a very angry man within Scottish football who's not going to be impressed with the, literally the first thing I say. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I set your series links. Watch it, uh, then watch it again on iPlayer. Uh, and then watch it again on iPlayer Just tell everyone you know Tell yeah. everyone you know like, like, you, like you put on social media today Duncan Even if you don't like football There'll be something you'll, you'll still enjoy it Aye, I think it's, We're not giving too much away as well Like it feels Like a bit like Remember that CIT This will totally Might Remember it not Remember the CITV Cartoon show where You saw stuff And like it was bits Ah it doesn't matter Like this is terrible I've, I've, no, no, I've, no. I've roughly like, it's, like a mag- it's like a magazine show So you're not You're not Each week it'll be a little bit different Like yeah, it's not yeah, going to yeah. be Formulaic Which I think is A good thing Yes Yeah like, Our um, features on the show Kind of come and go And drop out And new exactly. ones will come in And stuff Aye. Which will keep it exciting And it means you don't have to see my face every week Also it's Another thing Also it's so much shit yesterday But we did record it in order The bits that you see at the start Were the bits that were recorded at the end uh, So I think I'm actually going to get noticeably thinner As this programme goes on <laughs> Gone Like Drew He's like Oh that guy who wants to have some sort of like, IBS Or something like that <laughs> like, <we're laughs> yeah. to sh- Shit out uh, The extra calories Was uh, was uh, Telford doing like sit ups and uh, press ups between <laughs> takes? As I imagine that he's no. been flexing for TV. It was not. No. Right, let's uh, let's get on to tonight's show. Which... I'm, I'm glad we had that um, that nonsense because I just realised I missed another obvious person out of my goalkeeper list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joel turned up today and was like, I haven't even done a list yet. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it's been. But obviously, Joel is a, is a former goal. As he likes to tell us, he's a former goalkeeper of you know a very oh. high standard. Yep, like, very high standards. Like Sunday football or whatever. I uh, got trial for East Lothian and won um, Felix, uh, Ian St John's Felix Soccer Camp. Huh? Uh, uh-huh. Like two years after Andy Menial. I mean, I all know how good Andy Menial is. <laughs> So, but so that means that you don't really need a list. You can just, you know, you just got it all in your mind. Except yep. the two very obvious guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just instinctual. Right. Let's start then. Twelve. Are oh, we going to tell them what we're doing as opposed to? Oh, don't know. Oh, no, no. I'll keep an interrupt. Right, we'll do the top twelve goalkeepers. I think I'm just going to call the episode that. So yeah, so people know. I know that I want in that midweek roundup. We're going to be doing that on the Patreon. So that's so we are we not maybe. 
Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. I'll do that, yeah. Ah, you looked at me in total glazed thing. I'm, I'm being so conscious of not interrupting you I as well. I just focus like, for longer than three seconds at a time, so just, oh. <laughs> just, just like, look at you talking, just like, oh. Uh, yeah. S is face dropped. To be fair, I'm getting that reaction of a lot of people at work today, so I'm not sure. Six minutes of smoking hot soccer. <laughs> Scottish I know. soccer. People content. were like, oh, I quite enjoyed the television show, <laughs> but the podcast was utter dog shit. <laughs> Right, so let's uh, start. Number 12 through 10. Who wants to go first? I'll, um, I'll, I'll bash on. Yep. Uh, 12, Zdenek Zlamal. Mm. I've, got a little I've got him at 10. Ross Doohan at I, 11. I don't have him. I'd. Okay. Daniel Backman at 10. I've got him a okay. l- quite a bit higher. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I have... Right, well, no, oh, talk us mm-hmm. first. Zlamal, he, when he first came in... He just had he just had the look of a goalkeeper that he's got a mistake in him. He is going to let one go through his legs in a really really big game, and it almost came to basically came. To no, fruition. it did come to fruition. Well, the Celtic, yeah, he didn't let it through his legs. Though. I know, but no, he had like came, a, yeah, he was a, a very a very very big hiller. I remember seeing him on his debut at Cove Rangers, and. He, he had a, an unusual style. His warm-up style was noticeable. He was very, very talkative. He was very vocal, which you want for a goalkeeper, especially a goalkeeper who's new and he's playing behind certain defence. However, John Suter, literally about 15 minutes into the game, turned around and told me, shut the fuck up. So, I mean, he, 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 he was bordering on becoming a cult hero just because his he's ex, uh, eccentricities is... Um, his performances as well. He he did he did produce a number of uh, a number of really good uh, really good games, really good uh, really good saves, and then the Celtic incident happened. And then he's a Polish keeper in Edinburgh. He's Czech. Ah, oh, damn! It. Shut your puss. <laughs> <laughs> so he so he um, after this uh, after the Celtic game. Then there was like one or two incidents where goals maybe weren't his, his fault. For example, Ross Millen's uh, for Kilmarnock against Hearts. Like, it went under him. Like, if that was just an off incident, you'd let him off of it. But because it followed after the Celtic game, and then because there was the hashtag a, narrative. Had been yeah. Going. And then you had the St. Mirren, uh, the St. Mirren incident, we call it an incident, where he got uh, lobbed from 45 yards. Yeah. <laughs> It's a difficult one that, but it just his body shape, the way he tried to save it, it just it just did, it looked unnatural, and he ended up getting dropped. However, he came back in at uh, the weekend, looked a bit nervous. He was superb against against Celtic. He was so, brilliant last night. Some of those yeah. saves were, were brilliant. If the if he had a longer, if the, the, there was more evidence, bigger, bigger sample size, bigger, bigger sample size, he might he might be a lot higher. But I just have to take into the fact that he's he's been dropped and he has been he's made noticeable errors. Yeah. One thing I don't like about Zamal is that he doesn't look so much like he has a. A goalkeeper's body I, does not. He doesn't really have like a big torso or a kind of broad frame, so it looks like he's. So he he's does a, pretty, looks like he does a lot of work with his limbs. Yeah, he's he's, uh-huh. he's very limmy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> his, his arms are his arms yeah. are massive. Spindly, would you call that? I don't know. No, no, but yeah, I know what you mean. He's like um, the Supergrass video. You're the um, pumping on your stereo. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's like you never had a stretch Armstrong where you just like <laughs> yes, yes. stretch his arms. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like that, and that's that's what makes me. I, th- I think that's what leads to some of his mistakes, and what makes me not really trust him. And go even lot. even last night against Celtic, there was a shot that was kind of straight at him, and it was like he almost kind of, he didn't fumble it, but he, he kind of caught it and dropped it in like one motion. Mm. But he, but he meant he meant to do it, yeah. and he, he, I just look at him, and sometimes he just doesn't seem in control. Who was your number 11 again? 
my number 11 was Ross Doohan. I, um, I've heard a lot of good things about him. Ian McCall uh, talked him up when you listen to Ian McCall talk about air he's always talked uh, doing up uh, Sean says he's the best goalkeeper outside uh, I think Sean said he was the best goalkeeper outside the Scottish Premiership or certainly Craig Telford did Sean went I think and even further just said he was a, a really really good goalkeeper so I watched him in, against Ross County absolutely superb uh, I, I'm going to be swayed by recency bias because I watched him in there and then Ian McCall said afterwards that he is um, he's a Celtic goalkeeper in the making Right, that's that's big talk, and uh, Ian McCall's not one to sh- throw throw stuff like that around. He, uh, well, maybe yes, <laughs> maybe not. Keep pre- like keep that pressure on a player. Yeah, yeah. Keep that pressure on a player. He is he's, he's very agile. I think he's a, a very um, modern modern type of goalkeeper. I just I, I've never seen. I, I don't have to do him. I've never seen him play. And I yeah, that's really. There was there was a lot of competition to get in the kind of. But, for me, there's a lot of decent. Like yeah, okay yeah, yeah. goalkeepers. So yeah. like my top four pretty much picked themselves. And then there was two guys who kinda of got on on like a lifetime achievement award and then for the, the rest of them I was like like throw my hands in there. Yeah. yeah. My my the way I did mine was just thinking about who would I want goals from who would I want yeah, to suffer this weekend. Like yeah. or, you know, being thrown in uh, and that, and that's kinda of where and that's why I didn't I couldn't put uh them in because I I've not seen enough of them to to be any, and also it's a lower standard of, of, yeah. and he's not and he's and not playing not great, and he's not playing against the best striker in the league as well for, yeah, it's, it's not a great championship as well season in terms of the strength even like County are not a particularly brilliant Houghton, team yeah, yeah, yeah. like I said I've just been just uh, recently by it, yeah. I've been swayed by well, it, and not. again I just wanted to wanted to get some lower league representation in there yeah, uh, fair enough. however if I was allowed to maybe think about it again, I would remove <laughs> Ross Doohan and put Gary Woods in. No. Right, I, I looked up Gary Woods. <laughs> <laughs> so here, come, here comes the rebuttal unit. <laughs> the first <laughs> rebuttal unit. I thought Gary, names would, Gary. Gary Woods' name might come up. So I did. Uh, so I looked at every single goal conceded by every kind of top-flight goalkeeper this year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I took a tally of whether I thought they were dodgy or whether I thought they were just clearly at fault. This is what I wanted to do if I had time. Yes. Uh, so I then put a percentage to them Some guys And I'll come to these guys later uh, Had a higher percentage Than I would have thought um, Like For instance I'll just throw one name So Xander Clark I think 90% of goals Scored this season Against Johnson I think he's either been A little bit dodgy Or he's been completely at fault So He's only completely at fault For one And the rest were just Things I was like Ah I think he could have done A little bit better Yeah so this has been a harsh marker Gary Woods Has been dodgy for 8 goals And at fault for another 6 30% of the goals he's conceded I think have been his fault in some way which is the highest by far he, he's not had a good season uh, we'll, 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 we'll say what it's like we'll say as is he has not had a good season he's let me down big time Yes. I talked him up and maybe he listens to the podcast the pressure off my um, my words has got to him I mean I am a reputable goalkeeping pundit of <laughs> Scottish football <laughs> Self-proclaimed I, I think, I think <laughs> the laughter speaks for itself Scottish football's answer to David Pitt. Yeah. Yep yeah. Right and who was your number 10? Daniel Backman This was another I would actually potentially have him further up If it was a bigger sample size I like the look of him Yeah I've, I really, I've, I've ignored the sample size Yeah stuck a bit higher. Because it was, it was a weird one Jamie, Mc, Jamie McDonald got called up to Scotland And then he got dropped <laughs> it, was, it was very strange But he had it like, I know Craig Anderson said been, He's looked uh, Steve Clark Just making a commentary On the Scotland <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Possibly <laughs> He's wise The um, 
Craig Anderson, uh, he did mention before uh, McDonald got dropped and when he got called up for the Scotland team that he's, like, he's, he's probably not been, he's, he's, he's been a little bit dodgy without making glaring mistakes. No. Yeah. Uh, so, so it was weird when McDonald get, like, kind of getting dropped at that time. However, Backman's came, came in and he, um, he, he looks like a goalkeeper that can go very far. I like, I like his size. Yeah, no, I, he, he's number eleven on my list. Okay. I like what I like what he does. I like I still the best moment is his save uh, in against Rangers in the cup, where that's the ball ends up almost in the in the opposition half. Opposition yeah. half. Um, but yeah, I like I like your, I do see what you mean with his, his physique. I've got um, Mark Gillespie at twelve. I uh, Gillespie just missed off my list. Okay. He's been good. He's. I've cheated on this one. <laughs> I've kind of yeah. I've kind of been hypocritical on my list because I've thrown in Backman, but I've not thrown in Gillespie. Yeah, but he probably should have been there. Uh, Backman ten and Zamal at ten for me. Um, yeah, again, as I said, all throughout this, there'll be just who would I want in goals this weekend, and that's kind of where it is. But again open to that idea of the sample size yeah. being bigger and a bit more uh, consistent and also just seeing them in in, in adverse because uh, a lot of time we're seeing a lot of the keepers in televised matches where they're up against Celtic or Rangers which is not necessarily a fair reflection on uh, their ability throughout and their ability to dictate the play as well sometimes from the back so do you want to talk about Backman now why, why do you have him further up I'll talk about him Don't okay, uh, so number 12 I've got uh, Vlaklav Hladky Hladky yeah not Polish uh, Czech Sibirian's goalkeeper who has had a couple of iffy moments so far but he's also made very good saves as mm. well and uh, he's a very small sample size but fuck it I've, just, yeah. I've thrown a bit of a curveball just chucked him in there he made that terrific triple save against Hearts I think he also had a double save and they got knocked out as well against Celtic they got what sorry and then he got knocked out uh, I think it was, it was I don't think he was out cold but it was certainly um, he had yeah. to get treatment yeah the similar one as well in a game against Celtic and some Murn fans have been raving about him. He mm. just looks like he's a very agile, uh, great reflexes for a goalkeeper. And I, would, I looked up somebody else as well. Oh yes, he's very. He's also somebody who doesn't stay on his line. Comes off his line with the biggest regularity of a goalkeeper in the league. In terms of per ninety minutes. Per 90 yeah, minutes. Yeah. Uh, so with 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 Gladke, I considered him to be in the top twelve after being really impressed with him at Tynecastle the other week. And the fact that he's not Craig Sampson. <laughs> <laughs> Who is still... I was looking at the SPFL Stat Centre website. It's still very high on... Um, number of saves? Yeah, number yeah. of saves. Which speaks volumes about uh, <laughs> yeah. start of the season. At number 11, uh, this is a bit controversial, I've got Liam Kelly. Mm. Mm. He's got a bit further up. A wee bit further uh, down. Yeah. He's getting a... He's, no, it's been a big pop for Liam Kelly this season and maybe understandably so we are really kind of looking at the future of Scotland goalkeepers and <laughs> it's not nice yeah. <laughs> but it's kind of looking up a wee bit because if Scott Bain's coming back and he's done for maybe going to even get better than yeah. that and Bain, you can see Bain, Bain playing for yeah. Scotland Kelly's only 22 as well so that's very, very young for a goalkeeper and he's he's had a really good season I do think his season has been a little bit overrated by the fact that he had two tremendous games one against Rangers, one against Celtic, both of which live on the telly, so everybody kind of sees those ones. Although he did have that one game where he yes, made Yes, and he has had another couple of moments as well where he's definitely been at fault. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So he's, he's not been quite as reliable as maybe we would have thought, but he is a good goalie. He's somebody as well who does come off his line a fair decent amount as well, and I think he's got a huge future in front of him. I think, like I say, this season I think he's been slightly overrated in terms of what he's done, but he, I wouldn't be surprised if in the future he's in Scotland. Yeah, well. and you've got... And he's. 
probably about 10, 8, 10 years till he peaks as well. Exactly. That's, so, yeah. but, but I mean, again, at this point in his time. And yeah. it's his first season really played football as well, isn't it? That's, does that mean I'm in my peak? No, absolutely not. <laughs> you're, you're definitely on the downward side. Just in life in general. Yeah, you peaked at like 15. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I think uh, my mates would tell you that I peaked long before that. <laughs> well, <laughs> and even then. Yeah. <laughs> One, <laughs> this one is my final <laughs> down, downhill struggle. Uh, number ten, I've got is Lamal, Denix Lamal, mm-hmm. who I could probably now that I've just spoken about it. If anybody's unhappy, this is Lewis. If I just go and swap them two around, <laughs> um, but I, I did want Lamal on the list because I think outside of the top four of my list, maybe even three of the top four, he I think he's the best shot stopper in the league. And there was certainly at one point he had the most saves in the league. Yeah, I think he makes. I think he makes the type of saves that other goalkeepers can't make as, as frequently as he does. Mm-hmm. And I think he is quite a spectacular and interesting goalkeeper to watch. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> there, there is that entertainment factor. Sometimes you don't want that in a goalkeeper. If you're a neutral, you do. <laughs> yes, I still don't. I'm still not entirely sure. There's a whole lot between him and Colin Doyle. Colin Doyle, that's thing. Colin Doyle is so boring mm-hmm. and un- uninteresting. He's and forgettable. Mm. Give me, uh, give me a keeper that I'm going to remember. <laughs> this, this could come back to him quite badly. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. Like a, the only no, no, no. Duncan, especially on Monday, it could come back and on me. And one thing Zamal has over Doyle, I think Doyle's more than he's just completely thrown one against Motherwell and that's why he's out of the team. But I think uh, Doyle would actually be more reliable over a longer stretch of time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Zamal's. It's much better at knocking the ball out. Well, passing the ball out from the back. Yeah, because pretty terrible. No, no, he's he's ghastly. <laughs> uh, he, he's worse than uh, he's worse with the ball at his feet than Christoph Better. <laughs> wow, well, well, yeah. I think it's difficult though because I think when looking at my list, like I think the top five there's there is uh, a top five for me, and then there's just a bit, there's a big gap. And then it's much of a muchness. So I think it, it's just all in personal, yeah. kind of personal opinion and and prejudice more than more than anything. Yeah, especially when you claim somebody's from Poland and they're not. <laughs> <laughs> right, nine something. So nine, I've got Liam Kelly. Right. Uh, eight, I have got the amalgamation of Trevor Carson and Mark Gillespie. When you cheating bastard. Yep, 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 yep. And seven, I've got Xander Clark. Okay, who so I had completely forgot about. <laughs> Anything you want to add on Kelly? Kelly, I like. He is the perfect goalkeeper for Livingston because his kicking is fucking massive. So he can every time I watch him, he can. I think even he surprises his own own players is that he kicks it. Uh, he can kick it so far with a great trajectory that it goes over the opposition defence and turns them. And that's what Livingston want to do. They want to turn the opposition defence. So I think he's ideal for them. Trevor Carson and Mark Gillespie. Was- I can't believe you're, you're, I can't believe you're trying to make a case. That this <laughs> has been allowed. This should be flag on flag on the place sort of stuff. I, I think both both, both are. I, yeah. I think both are just good good goal, uh, good goalkeepers. Uh, Trevor Carson mentioned it last year that he's 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 kind of a statue. He's just like a like a a square wall. Yeah. Where he sets out. Mark Gillespie. Yeah, I was worried about him. I was so kind of worried for Motherwell when he came in. However, he's he's been he's been really steady. He's like he's he's not um, he's, he's nothing fancy. Uh, he's not as boring as someone like uh, Colin Doyle, uh, but he's a good goalkeeper. Fair enough. Xander Clark. I think he's always if he stays in Scotland, he's always going to be around this position. I think. 
I think the the boat. He's overrated then. No, no. I just I, I think he's perfectly rated. I think the Scotland boats probably missed him. He are you are you about to tell me some stats on Xander Clark? Because I'd be interested to interested to know. Um, no, he's going to wait until he's got him on his list. He's not giving that was, that way for free. For Clark, <laughs> for Clark, there was a few. I think for him there was a lot of ones where I was like, I think there was only one mistake where I was like, I s- that's that's his fault. I, I like, still don't like how he pams the ball out when he saves it. He's well, like, he always he brings it, it does cut, oh, it tend to go back into where the player is. Yeah, goals so. goes in, but he's like got sh- almost like he um, he saves it too well. What I didn't like about Clark is that he he's not great with his feet. Like trying to save with his feet, mm. right? Okay. He doesn't use them particularly well. He doesn't get them out. Um, it doesn't like well, it just doesn't move them quickly enough to, to save shots with it. There's there's not many goalkeepers that I think Wes Fodderham is quite good at it. It's maybe just this season that he's had to face a lot of those shots yeah. and have gone yeah. past them. But that's what I noticed watching his, his goals, uh, and that's that maybe bumped him a little bit down. Um, he's also like I said, there is a few that I was like, ah, I think he could have done better there. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know. Maybe I was being a bit harsh. But I've got I've got ninth. I don't think he's going to be pushed by Cammy Bell to no. be a much better no. keeper. No. no. It was Cammy Bell had a few moments in Ebb's game. <laughs> just that one way bounce. No, no. But you don't, I don't think, I often wonder about goalkeepers being pushed by somebody behind them. I think fans could often, you know, call for somebody else's name and get a bit kind of agitated and a bit frustrated and get another goalkeeper's back if there's somebody good behind them. I think goalkeepers can sometimes be like the quarterback position and it's good to only have one good one. Because if you have two good ones, it just puts too much pressure and there's too much uncertainty that it kind of spoils both. Yeah. No, I, I don't disagree. I, I mean, I think the fact Unless that is, there's a, David Priest has been the first in Britain to be sort of your goalkeeping pundit. We don't really know enough about the position, yeah. to be honest. Like, Whoa! Oh. That was a slap in the face, Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 I disagree with that point because uh, you look at... Unless... We're going to say Steve Banks. <laughs> <laughs> no, unless you go to like, unless you have a situation with Rangers where it's clearly stated Alan yeah. Gregor's number one, mm-hmm. having two very good goalkeepers isn't a bad thing to do. Like, it's a bad I, thing think to I think if there's a similar ability, I think it can. I think it can be. I don't want to say it necessarily is. I think you have two good goalkeepers, yeah. but one has to be much better than the other. Well, okay. Uh, so that was Clark was your seven. Yep, yep, that's my Duncan. Who's uh, your nine, uh, seven nine. To seven is Carson at nine, Trevor Carson at nine, I'm just a big fan. Thomas Cherney at eight, I think I really like him. And I forgot about him. Liam Kelly <laughs> at seven. Cherney's just not played enough for me in like the last, and don't think he was any good last year, was he, as well? He didn't. Know, really, back at Thistle. Yeah, but he didn't really get, yeah. I've always rated him, so there was an element of uh, legacy with him, and, I've always, uh, and I think the injury to Joe Lewis is. Uh, did come at the right time for him, so like, I know, like I, I, he's there all night. Nice, he's someone that I, I don't think has been, was given a fair enough crack at a number of clubs. Uh, name lips, uh, name lips. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So he, uh, with I think that falls into your Joe Lewis is clearly better. Yeah, but yeah. Thomas Cherney's a good yeah. good backup. Yeah. Anybody else in your list? Did you? What I said about? Carson and Kelly. I don't think we. I mean, I think. Carson's just so impressive, and like you know, the fact that he was ro- like he's seen the rewards of how well he's playing by getting that Northern Ireland call up and getting the game. Uh, it's, it's just an absolute killer to, for him to get to get that injury. Like just so random. I've got Carson quite far up. But I don't really like it. I'm further up here. <laughs> you talking yourself? You talking yourself out of it? Yeah, maybe. I'm actually gonna put, uh, push Carson down on mine. So right, I'm gonna go for my nine, Xander Clark. 
what I kind of spoke about him. My number... No, because I'd still rather have him, actually. No, my number eight is Ofer Marciano. Hmm. You've both got him higher. Slightly. Yeah. I think Marciano's overrated. I think he makes brilliant saves. And he's definitely got the physique of a goalkeeper you exactly want. And he's a very handsome man as well. But he, he makes a lot of errors, Marciano. A lot of errors. I think his errors are concentration ones rather than like kind of 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 no, no, but I think because they're ones that can, can be eliminated. Like, the contempt he had on his face. I there. know. I was, I know. He comes out of the stats. I'm just like I think keepers are can save. Like, like uh, no, I don't think concentration is going to be around. No, but there was a game when he's in his thirties. No, but I think those. Are, those are like almost controllable mistakes. They're not talent mistakes, if that makes sense. Okay, I don't care no, where no, it comes no, from. No, he makes mistakes. I don't even think Adam, Adam Bogdan seems to get a hard time on this podcast. I don't think Bogdan was that bad. I, I, had, I had him in my original list. To, he's, he just, but it's whether it's right or wrong, he conveys a sense of nervousness. Right. Yeah. I, I, that's the, I did dig And also, the, like, as you're saying, like, Hamill lobbed him and stuff. He can be... The, the games the, I've... Uh, the games I've been at Easter Road this season... He's not when he's played. No, no, yeah. but there is that sense of... Just the crowd as well. Yeah. You, you, you do get that sense, whereas Marciano, despite uh, what Craig says, where I think it's concentration or t- uh, whatever the mistakes are, he does spread a bit more confidence, and I don't know if that spread. That's with the defence as well. Yeah, no, I think that I think that's a it's a tan, it's, it's an intangible thing that you can't you can't yeah. demonstrate. But I think it, it's a sense, but and, it's, and you can see it like the, the defend like just defend has been more comfortable with a goalkeeper that is in charge of them yeah so if, if, you, uh, if you're if you a hips defender and you turn round who do you want to turn round to someone who looks like Marciano or someone who looks like Adam Bogdan <laughs> fair enough <laughs> <laughs> but I've still got him behind like I say okay. I do think he's a wee bit overrated number seven so that means I'm bumping everybody up number seven I have got Trevor Carson uh, I did have him at five but I'm not too happy about that because I don't think he's I don't think he was necessarily that great this season to start with before his shot stopping I think is a little bit overstated as well he had a good period I think in the second half of last season we made a number of Kanaya catch and saves but the biggest reason to like Trevor Carson is that with the exception of maybe a, a few dodgy ones at the start of this season he, he doesn't often make mistakes he's also he's somebody who can do a lot as well his distribution is pretty decent he can come off his line for balls as well, not to a tremendous extent, but somebody who at least is willing to do mm-hmm. it. And I think he's, as you say, he's just a, quite a solid guy to have. I think he's an element of leadership as well in the way. That, yeah. Like you know, it's difficult again to like, but he does appear to be liked by the team and provide that leadership that you know some keepers. Are you saying like that's I suppose that, that's an example Marciano versus Bogdan? You feel that Marciano's more of a leader than Bogdan is. Yeah. He too is a neat guy. <laughs> <laughs> right, who's your number six, Joe? Offer oh, Marciano. Right. He, uh, I mean, he's mine too. Yeah. So I kind of covered it there. Just that 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 presence. I like the fact, and also when he first came, I he was only in half a season at Hibs to begin with in the championship. Yeah. I put him into my top twelve and and. Basically stated this this uh, this guy is going to be a really good Premiership goalkeeper. So like Gary Woods, I'm going to stick behind him and back my back my opinion despite all those mistakes. <laughs> but you you do he he is the he does make spectacular. The, I think he's he's probably the goalkeeper who 
maybe between him yeah, and Gordon, uh, yeah. uh, who who produced the most spectacular uh, saves. The, the, the save, most recent one, uh, Dundee. Yeah. Uh, it was. You also you can tell a lot by players' reactions, both uh, opposition and uh, teammates. Oh, yeah. And he, there's a lot where he's just like just it just defi- it defies belief. Uh, number five, I've gone for this. Is another player I completely forgot about, despite me being a huge fan. Wes Fotheringham. Yes, I've got him. No, wait. So you got number five. Mm. I've got number five. Yeah, yeah. Fotheringham. This is where it gets down to. Would you? I know he's not played a lot. He's not played a, uh, a handful of games at the very most. Would you have him ahead of uh, Marshall if he was at Hips? Would you have him ahead of Xander Clark if he was at St Johnson? You just have to answer yes to all these questions. Yeah. He's he's not done anything wrong uh, at Rangers, and he was higher up last season. It's just the fact that Rangers have brought in a better goalkeeper. Yeah. Uh, we have to knock them down a lot, but he's, not playing. Not playing. Yeah, exactly. So that's why he is. He is fourth, uh, sorry, fifth, because my number four is Scott Bain, and I still think Wes Fodingham is a better goalkeeper than Scott Bain. However, I've had to bump him down because of the fact that there's current situations. Interesting, interesting. I do not trust Scott Bain. I do not trust him, like I didn't trust uh, or still trust uh, Brendan Rodgers, but those are very different. Uh, <laughs> Scott Bain lied to you? <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. They're just... They're just uh, Shiftiness. Just when he's, he's done, he's done the, um, if he's done D form, yeah. and the rumours of some of the stuff he did at uh, Dundee. Um, see after the. Okay. <laughs> right, number six, Duncan. Yeah, Marciano. Number five, Xander Clark. Number four, Scott Bain. You've got Clark quite high. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not sure why now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe, I think potentially caught, okay, bought into the Tommy hype, Wright's uh, yeah, the Tommy Wright's hype too much. Yeah, um, because to be honest, that, that was I think I can't even. I think well, last year, no, I don't think it was. I think when he did it was about, very well recently against Celtic. Yeah, so I think that was like, what, what, <laughs> what, what game against Celtic? Um, but you. Know, um, Oh yeah, there sorry. Was, yeah, there was the, the game at home. Yeah, well. no, uh, that even last season you wouldn't. Ne- it was still neck and neck between him and Manus. So yeah. like, so but the fact he's been given the nod, I think perhaps because I rated Manus so highly as well. I think it's like, it's like, probably put paid to yeah, that. Yeah, I think so. yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think that that kind of um, in my mind made him probably better than he gave him a boost that he probably actually didn't deserve. <laughs> Um, but then, then uh, stand, realized that I forgot. Stand by your man. Yeah, no, and then well, I, well, I had my easily swayed. Let's be honest. Uh, and yeah, I realized that I had uh, not put Faldring in, so that was uh, Faldring. Oh, okay. So that's a bit of an error on my part. Who's, sorry, who's your number four again? Uh, four was uh, Bean. Scott Bean. Right. Okay. So uh, yeah, uh, my six. Daniel Backman. Yes, my six is Daniel Backman. Talk about Backman. Uh, it's not a huge sample size, so and I'm kind of going against the grain of what I usually do in these, but he just looks very impressive. He's not only a really good shot stopper, he's also got a good frame for a goalkeeper. He's dependable. He's not made any glaring errors so mm-hmm. far. He's had a couple of times you thought maybe he could do better, but yeah. nothing that's really been like, oh god, <laughs> the hell's he doing? And he has been playing regularly for a few months now. It's not entirely like it's not like he was signed in January. I think he came in the team in December. I think. Just before, no, no, before then, because it was uh, when Jamie McDonald got called up. So I think the last international break was November. 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 Yeah. Alright, so late November or early December. And it's just 
Yeah, he's just very impressive. He could maybe do with coming off his line a little bit more. He kind of stays in that, but Craig Gordon made a career out of staying on his line and not coming for anything. So if, if you don't come for your line and you don't miss something, you can't be blamed. Yeah, Craig that was my approach. Was to go, 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 go. <laughs> Craig Gordon's problems in recent years has been coming off his line and not making it. kicking something in the dick. <laughs> Right, so my number five is West Fotheringham. Fotheringham. <laughs> Fotheringham's very good. One thing to say against him is that he's always been poor at shots from distance. Hmm. And Rangers. The stats show that he concedes more shots from distance than most goalkeepers, which considering he's a Rangers goalkeeper, shouldn't really happen. Well, I don't know if teams are going to shoot from distance more because they're good, but Gordon doesn't have that problem. So, mm-hmm. But he is, he does make very... He can make stunning reflex saves. He's got a really... He's somebody that's definitely got a good body for a goalkeeper. Very broad, mm. very big, fills the goal. Despite the fact that he started off terribly in terms of passing the ball, I think he actually did get better. I was never convinced that Craig Gordon improved that much in that side of his game. Whereas I think Fodderingham definitely did. No, I think it was overstated. Yeah, I think it was overstated. Uh, the Fodderingham uh, really bad with the ball at his feet is similar to James Tavern. You're not very good defensively. Yeah. When you get the stink on you, it's very hard yeah. for yeah. to kind of shift it, isn't it? <laughs> And my number four is Scott Bain, just to kind of expand on what you were saying. So he is at number four for me because he might not have been on a small sample size of his recent form for Celtic, having been pish for yeah. about a year and a half. But I'm taking into account he's pre Malays at Dundee and yeah, when he was a yeah. great goalkeeper okay. in the league. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm taking in the fact that he's number one at Celtic and the league leaders. Yeah, and I'm going to, I'm just going to, I'm basically assuming that his last year and a half at Dundee was because he was that unhappy that he just lost concentration completely and yeah. he just his heart wasn't in it anymore. That comes that comes back to untrustworthy untrustworthiness. <laughs> well, yeah, fair enough. No, but I think there's, yeah, there's to be an argument to be made for that in terms of, and that's why he, he's. Um, where he is on my list as well is because there's that element of uh, temperament not being there like you know that he's not he is not a consummate professional I think which is not which might sound harsh but it's, it's a bit it's, harsh he fell out with Neil McCann everybody falls out with Neil McCann eventually yeah we all, we all have your 15 minutes of pain you all have your, you all have your one but argument I'm, I'm sure McCann, even, even towards no, the end because there, there was other points as well I'm sure towards the end of Hartley's spell he was he's uh, a bit stroppy that's what I don't like about him in terms, and I don't I think that he needs a goalkeeper to be on more of an even keel he can have eccentric keepers but I don't think being a, a money kit isn't necessarily that helpful ok right so I presume we've all got the same top three yes, yes. do we have it in the same order Oh, that'd be interesting. Who's number three? Gordon. Joel. Craig Gordon. Oh, I've got Joe Lewis. Oh. Joe Lewis second. I'd imagine. Joe Lewis second, yeah. Right. So. These could have easily been swapped around, but. Uh, oh, on you go. Two you, and you. three, you mean? Yeah. Two and three, yeah, yeah. Yes, I. Craig Gordon, for me, I think. He still. When it comes to him and Lewis, I still think Craig Gordon is more of a, still more of an exceptional shot stopper mm-hmm. than Lewis, yeah. and that's just what that was the only thing I really chose to spot the two of them. I chose uh, the, the reason I, I spotted the two of them was because Gordon is now sitting on the bench. Yeah, that, I mean, that's, yeah, as well as and now I've suddenly thought just that if, so, if if I was given the option right now for Sunday's game. Of having who I choose, Craig Gordon or Joe Lewis. I'd probably go Craig like, Gordon. I'll go Craig Gordon. <laughs> yeah. So maybe that, maybe that's not actually what it's just. The thing is about Lewis is that he lost. I think he lost ground last season in the top twelve because he didn't have. 
not that he didn't have a good season he had a weaker season than the one previous yes yeah, so he, he made the number of errors yeah I think he's back to being um, much better he's this barely season. made any errors yeah exactly so he, again re- reliability continues to do it for, for Aberdeen Craig Gordon has there's a reason why Craig Gordon has been dropped so that's that's why I've, I spotted two of them like that yeah don't get anything else dad no <laughs> to be honest like I think when you said like it is there's, there's that much of a muchness like you could you could make the argument and, and then when I take myself back to that idea of actually who would you want playing Gordon just offers that tiny bit more assurance than Lewis you have, just a, you have to but, wonder as well if Craig Gordon's just coming to the end yeah I mean there's an element I think he's got about five or six years on Lewis and, <laughs> and, and that's you're not forgetting the time, like basically that he has had a time out of the game which yeah. is always going to be difficult but I don't I don't know if you take into account the fact that he's had that time out of the game that he's still got more left in the tank kind of I don't know if that's I think goalkeeper. when you can't like when he was talking about like when you hear his interviews we talk about like he could barely walk up the stairs and things like that that makes me think he has he that. has said that he wants to continue playing on till, I'm sure he said to continue playing on till he's 40 however like we've, you mentioned earlier with his you don't think his kick, kicking's improved much or coming off his line that's uh, he's not really adapted to the way no. the games, mm-hmm. the, the way games progress, and that's perhaps mainly, uh, perhaps down to the fact that he did miss all uh, that chunk of uh, yeah. chunk of football where he wasn't able to. Can I say, if Scott Bain does help, he is better generally, and he's kicking than Craig Gordon, and Bushy's passing the ball to defenders. But Bain's been, been, been very, he's been overly confident in that regard. Yeah. Recently. Yeah, yeah. He, he needs to pick and choose when to do it a bit better, which I think Gordon was better at being. Well, able to I mean, yeah, last night, but he had been a prime example, and also there's an element of we. All this reviewing Celtic in a when they were in the time of non-crisis and, and such like okay it might be resolved now but it seemed from yesterday that um, that Lennon is going to be playing a lot far quicker forward than yeah. than than the so, that means like, that you've got uh, them. Well, yeah, yeah. It comes but yeah right number one uh, Brian Stevens no um, <laughs> Alan McGregor Alan McGregor Gary Woods. <laughs> <laughs> That worked really well in audio. Yeah, yeah, no, just for your <laughs> effect. He's pretending to take a mask off. <laughs> yeah, Alan McGregor. He's been brilliant. Like, there's, there's not a lot you, you, more you can it's, say. His European campaign was, was incredible. Oh, it was, it was superb. Even in the game with the last four goals in uh, yeah. Moscow, he made about four outstanding saves as well. Like, the Consumers have conceded eight that night. He is a bit of a liability, though. Not, not for his goalkeeping. Just his whole temperament and yeah, willing to kick someone. Yeah, yeah, it's really hunger, a real hunger to try and make opponents. But the thing is, it's fun. It, no, it's not even that. It's calculated though. Like, he did, <laughs> oh, like yeah. the thing, like calculated in a. I'm t- going to try and take bodies here, but also I know I'm not going to get punished. Like, and I don't think had that game again in Aberdeen been like you know, had not been the, the the red cards before and stuff. I don't even think that would have been gone to the compliance. Because the, like the the challenge on Ferguson, I just don't think it would have got the same review. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. I just feel that context is key, and so I don't there's, know. There's, there's just a, fans just like to bleat, and I, I think know, there would I be know. a lot. So, but like he took like he he did that. He's like I can I can get this a free yeah, one here yeah. on Ferguson. I'm getting. A, oh, he, run, he, run, he runs a risk. Yeah, uh, the one but the, the it's, one it's, in the, the derby was a bit was just stupid more than it's anything, weird though when, when he does these da things which has got on him and he does it uh, he does it from time to time doesn't get the same amount of stick as Morelos does when he yeah. does well, stupid yeah, things yeah. like I that I wonder why he's done four times this season yeah. like twice twice I don't know, but twice also the thing is, is a bit strange because 
it's clearly temporary because he didn't really see McGregor doing that sort of stuff down at home. Down at home? I don't know. Oh, I, yeah, he's, he's, he did it in the last time he was at Rangers. Um, yeah, however, so they, I, I, I never watched him at Hull or wherever he else he played no. far down south. So. I don't think he did. That's you'd have thought he'd have been on the but he'd been, given that he's so tabloid fodder you'd, you'd have thought it would come up at least once or twice right that's yeah uh, yeah I think so yeah quick one today right well, if you'd like to hear more we're going to talk about the midweek fixtures uh, including Celtic literally reaching in my chest grabbing onto my heart ripping it out and then showing it to you, me. you you took that one really hard I was because uh, I was getting pestered for what I was going to talk about in the next section of when filming I was like Ah, I've got I've got enough going on in my life just now for our hearts to mess yeah, around. Fuck this thing <laughs> yeah. I did not take that well. No, you didn't. It was bad and enough as well. Celtic winning the last bit of Tidecastle, and then I saw Neil Lennon looking really, really happy. I was like, oh, on the pitch. So, do you think the will, the viewers will be able to notice the the pre post? Um, oh no, yeah, the winner. Like, he does a look down the camera and um, says he's disappointed. Oh, okay. <laughs> if it gets kept in, yeah. ah, right, not. Right, anyway, so yeah, watch so and if you'd like to hear more from us right now, you can head over to Patreon, patreon.com forward slash tennis podcast. As little as $2 a month, you can get extra content. For $2, you get two bonus pods. Yeah, two bonus pods, around about 15 minutes each at least. But if you'd like to subscribe to the $5, then you can get a whole lot more. At least an additional three uh, usually lasting around about 20 minutes. And we've got some of the get a t-shirt there this I would like to say not they're actually season, really late. good. I can say this because I've not really been involved in any of them, but it's, it's really good. Some good content. It's, it's some really good content. And we've got an exclusive. And, and I pay for it as well. So I'm not, it's not like I'm a freeloader like G. <coughs> Telfer. Um, <laughs> and we've got an exclusive interview of a, a Scottish Premiership footballer yes. coming up. In the next, Finally. <laughs> uh, in the coming days or weeks, just where we just need to plan how we're going to do it, and uh, it's going to be in different parts. Yes. It just depends when we, uh, I can edit them in, we can release them. Yeah. Cool. Right. Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. Please keep your abuse and gifts and memes off the show on Friday to minimal. Bye bye. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Don't, please stay away from my inbox. <laughs> Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.